You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! My man, well, I saw that you're wearing Top Gun sunglasses. I'm wearing sunglasses right now in a room that does not get a, not a lot of natural light. Mm, that's great. When you when you came up on Skype, I was immediately jealous and attracted. Yeah, I, I can I can understand that. Mm. I'm also great because I am. It's uh, what is it? It's 1:46 p.m. on a Saturday, and I am drinking a Tom Collins that <laughs> Gabri made for me before we started the podcast. <laughs> That is wonderful. Um, I haven't I, gotten down to the cherry yet, but I'm pretty excited for that. <clears throat> I woke up at uh, 10 o'clock, and I uh, drank a liter of Coke Zero. Uh, so Dude, we're living... What the, what we're, the fuck? We're, we're, living, we're li- living equal lives right now. That I'm sounds going. like a nightmare. That sounds yeah. like something they need to do to prisoners. No, I had to go over to Justin Kiss's uh, estate to pick up my microphone. What's the Justin Kiss update? I haven't heard from this dude in a while. <clears throat> you, you he know, was posting almost... about gentrification on Facebook a few days ago. I, I didn't know what to do with that. Well, it wasn't gentrification. Half the city got in a, like a weird pissing match with him about it. Um, uh, he's he's great. He's he's great. He's having fun, making money. Um, he uh, was going to be on the podcast, but we didn't do it last night. And today he has some organizational things to do, as he said. So, which I, I think means playing video games. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't understand. I've honestly think he's got like a new game going, uh, and I think it's... it's he's, got, he's got an online crew, they, like he, him and like a bunch of 12-year-olds? Well, it, it's exactly what it is. I think it's... He plays with a lot of people from uh, like, uh, like the Eastern Bloc, Russia, Ukraine, and I think um, he had to meet some people online to I was uh, gonna say this is their wind down time in Ukraine right now <laughs> I know so I think that's what he's doing but he regrets that he can't uh, 
he can't be here. People were hoping that he was going to come on, and he's not. Uh, It'd be funny if you think he's playing a video game, but in reality, he's actually organizing resistance in Ukraine. And like the, you know, the Russian authorities are going to arrest him one day. He's just going to be walking down the street, and then four guys are going to get off, off, like, off the park benches and like escort him away. Oh, you know, that's so pertinent because I was reading about a lot of, uh, I was reading about spy shit this week. Love spy shit. Love I've been reading shit. a lot about spy shit lately. I was also reading about serial killers, which uh, I, don't, I don't know why, I, but I've been reading a ton about the, um, the the crazy corporal killer from Canada. I don't know uh, this His name's Russell Williams, and he was a corporal. At it's the, Russell Wilson. He was a quarterback at. That's what I thought when I typed when I typed in Russell Williams. Uh, I, like a picture of Russell Wilson came up, and I said, "This is <laughs> too too close, man. Too close." Um, no, he was a colonel in the uh, Canadian Air Force, and he was a commander at the largest Canadian air base um, near Toronto, near Ottawa, and he also uh, raped and murdered two women. All right, at the same time. Within like a week of each other. Wow, Aaron. And but he also was a panty stealer. He he like seven. He broke into seventy different houses and stole girls and women's panties. Fascinating I, stuff. I, and his how, entire. How long was his reign of terror for? Um, like a year or two. He did, like really late in life. Like he started when he was forty-four years old. All right. Well, I guess if he only what got after two people, yeah, that's not really a reign of terror. It's just him stealing underwear for uh, for a minute. But, then, but I, like Canada's got like an issue with fucking like serial killers yeah. just like letting them run fucking buck wild. It's fucking nuts. It was yeah. They caught him because he had uh, a rare set of tires on his truck, and only I, I, not that many were sold in Canada. They had them imported, and that's how Jesus they caught Christ, him. Jesus Christ, dude! Like, yeah. Fucking serial ki- any serial killer listening to me right now, mm. like knock it off with like the rims and shit like that. Just get like uh, get like a 1995 Honda Accord and go to Walmart and buy the cheapest tires you can find, and you're set. You're good. Like yeah. you're all good. Get like a set of like fucking Adidas while you're there from like the twenty dollars section at Walmart, <laughs> um, and then just wear uh, like Champion XL sweatpants, and then you're good. Like everybody has all of those things. You're all set. But when you're a sociopath, um, I think you also care a lot about people respecting you. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I think you'd wear, you'd want to wear items that would uh, garner respect. Like, and you'd also order uh, imported tires, apparently. <laughs> it's the uh, the Japanese selvage <laughs> jeans killer struck again. Yes. <laughs> The selvage jeans, you know all about that, bro. Do you own a pair of selvage jeans? And I own two. Wow, I don't think I could fit into selvage jeans. I, don't think I actually I almost ordered another set today, and then I stopped myself because I caught a reflection of myself in the TV monitor, and I said, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? These things are like fucking twenty-four ounces. Like, you can't wear them until like the dead of winter. What do you stop it? Yeah, no. But so. um, yeah, anyone who's uh, who uh, if you've never looked this up. Google the Highway of Tears murders if you want to check out some uh, some Canada really dropping the ball on serial killer <laughs> shit. It's fucking wild ass. I kind of love when Canada drops the ball um, on a lot of things. Uh, like the the theory is like originally they thought it was one guy doing it, 
but now I think they're starting to understand, like, oh, people understand that there's just, this is a lawless land, and they could just go and pick up, like, a First Nations hitchhiker and just fucking axe them, and no one's going to be around for 200 miles in any direction to stop it. Mm. So now it's just like, when you when you want to do serial killer shit, you just, you know, you take a few days off of work, and you drive up the Highway 16, and you pick up a hitchhiker, and you just fucking go to town. Are you suggesting that's what I do? I think it's not a bad idea if you start. <laughs> Oh, great. I could be, I mean, I think it'd be easy to be a serial killer in Albany because of the ambivalence factor. Yeah. <laughs> I think people would be like, well, you know, people would have like a, a, a candlelight vigil, but at the same time, they would already be getting over it. It's actually sort of weird that Albany hasn't had a serial killer like that. Like, it seems like prime real estate for that sort of thing, where, I, like, I, everyone, nobody's exceptional, you know? Right. No, exactly. Not a lot of contacts, you know? Yeah. Not, not, not a big funeral. No, no, nobody's calling off work to go to your funeral or anything, you know? I yeah, the know. more I think about it, I'm actually shocked by that. No. Are you saying there's an uh, there's an opening? I could become the Albany there's a, serial there's killer. There's a definite opening for an Albany serial killer. Like, no doubt. There's the... The market is there. The, the, yeah. Uh, yeah all, every, the stage is all set for somebody to move in and just uh, start a serial killer franchise there. I think we know a few people that could maybe pull that off. I lived with a couple, at least a couple of people who could definitely pull that off. No I know question. one. Yeah, we both know one dude who <laughs> I am actually surprised hasn't been murdering. Maybe he has. I don't He's know. He's the dude who's like, um, I was in the kitchen with him and he was like, He's like, yeah, uh, uh, my buddy's got his car parked out back for a couple of days because somebody spilled acid in it. And I'm like, acid that makes you high or like dissolving a body acid? And he just looked at me like, um, oh, and then he walked away. <laughs> I guaranteed he was messing with me, but at the same time, I wouldn't put it past him to be dissolving a body in a in a tub in the ba- in like the trunk of a car at all. Yeah, right now, actually, as we talk. Oh, sure, absolutely. He's, he's really upset. He got the wrong kind of acid, and the bones won't dissolve. <laughs> he's, just not, he's flipping out. He's yeah. not sure what he should do right now. If he should go back and buy other acid or uh, or like try to go to the quarry. I noticed, I noticed the trend with us, Andrew. We always get our most offensive shit out in the very beginning of the podcast. Shake it out. Yeah, shake it out. Shake it out, bro. Last week, uh, it was uh, talking... Not only about Colin Kaepernick being a confirmed brutal rapist, um, <laughs> but um, uh, also you just... You think Colin Kaepernick killed somebody in Highway 16? No question. No question. <laughs> I think he, he was an accomplice to every uh, serial rape that happened in the past 48 hours. Uh, what did you see, ma'am? Oh, I saw a, <laughs> uh, a car with a really intense rear spoiler pull up and uh, pick up a, a young girl hitchhiking. No, I think it was a glass packed muffler is what it sounded like. It was, yeah, it was a 98 Acura Legend yeah. with a glass pack <laughs> and uh, a lot of Bondo. And uh, Colin Kaepernick was driving it. Go figure. Um, it, was a, it was a Mazda MPV with uh, with baby 10-inch rims. It was amazing. Um, no, but, uh, and, and we ended up making rape jokes and, uh, and no one got offended. Yeah, that's nice. Good job. I everybody. think we maybe purged everyone who would have gotten offended by things like that. We did lose a follower. Um, but I, I think there's a person who constantly deletes and then restarts their Tumblr if that's a if that's an option. So. Do you count our followers? That's wild. I really do. I'm I. It's not because I'm super. I mean, I'm I am super enthusiastic about what we do, but it's also because I have a lot of time on my hands because I have yet to find another job. Yes, you've yet to kill. I've yet to kill. I went through. <laughs> And plenty of stalking yet to kill. Plenty of stalking yet to kill. Uh, I went on some of the most involved. Long, longest interviews of my entire life. I won't say career because that doesn't exist in my world. Uh, but 
these interviews were two and a half or three hours long. Jesus Christ. What the hell are you doing? Are, um, you, try, are you trying to join the CIA? Uh, apparently. Apparently. I. That's like the interview they do in the game with Michael Douglas when he, like, they're going to make sure he's like fit for the game. I don't know what it is. I think, honestly, I ta- I'm very talky in interviews. I, I, tell, I tell a good story. Which I don't know if it was good or bad. Obviously, I would bad. say I would say that's bad because I did an interview this week with somebody who would not shut the fuck up, and me and the woman who were interviewing him kept catching eyes. Like, is this guy gonna like stop eventually oh. with this story that's going nowhere? Yeah, it seems nervous. It's it's probably nervousness on uh, his part because that was definitely on my part. Um, I don't get nervous for anything, but for some reason, when I'm in a room full of people I don't really know, and then I'm sp- supposed to talk about myself. Actually, well, I'll take you to the first interview. Uh, I was at a college, <clears throat> and they told me to detail my entire working experience from the, my first job to my last job. What the fuck? Now, Did they think you were 20? I don't know how, who, uh, I don't know, but um, it was embarrassing. Because <laughs> yeah. I, t- I, t- I detailed about 30 fucking jobs. You should have just given them the, a link to the podcast. Be like, hey, get, get at me in a month after you go through yeah, these. Yeah, seriously. Um, talk to them about my telemarketing job. Talk, talk to them about working at a record store. Just, like, really dumb and really long. I had to be able well, it's, it's uh, to be an executive assistant to um, uh, a vice president of major gifts for a university. Gotcha. Uh, definitely qualified to do it. No problem. Arranging travel, uh, being, you know... Hey, do this guy, doing meetings, whatever. I can totally do it. It's really easy. But murdering <clears throat> coeds. Yeah, ban coeds. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do a thing now where I'm gonna slowly convince you. Not I'm not gonna convince you to murder. I'm gonna slowly over the next fifty podcasts convince you that you are already a murderer. Oh, Andrew. And then it's just gonna get it's gonna get weird by one hundred. <laughs> well, I was thinking I was like really like for hours researching this one dude, Russell Williams. I watched his entire murder confession tape, which is on YouTube. Wow. Like, I'm really, really into it, and I don't know why. And I'm thinking, like, and then I, I typed in, does Prozac make you, you know, change your behavior or whatever? And, like, a ton of people, like, all of a sudden get these weird, like, uh, interests once taking Prozac. All right. <laughs> Del Shannon killed himself on Prozac, so. All right, well, all things considered, this isn't too bad. No, I anyway. guess not. Um, so the, the long, it was super, super long interview and really in te- intense. I don't think I'm going to get the job, but and then I uh, interviewed at a place called Regeneron. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so you dude. actually did do the interview from the game. I did do the interview from the game. I also did the interview from at the company from Office Space, apparently. Because uh, it's like really, really weird. Uh, clean room technology place. I'm I'm gonna write their product descriptions. Cool. Um, interviewed with f- four different people over the course of two hours, like round robin. Oh, that means they're desperate. That's actually a good sign. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they called me back for a second interview on Tuesday. So. Yep. There you go. Well, here's hoping because it's fucking nineteen dollars an hour. <laughs> Which for Albany is like, you know That's a lot for Albany, yeah. It's a lot for Albany. Regeneron, what if you find out that you've actually already been to Mars and that your wife is a pl- and like planted there by the company to make sure that you forget? <laughs> Rich Thank you. Thank you for that. Um is that the name of the company from Total Recall? No, it's called Recall. Recall. Good. Oh, recall, recall, recall. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the construction dude, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch that shit tonight. 
It's really I, don't, I, don't I don't think Gabri's ever seen Total Recall. I'm going to make her watch that tonight. Wow. And you're still with her. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. She gets mad every time I ask her if, if, I, if she's seen a movie, because she's like, you know the answer's no, I have not seen this movie. Doesn't she hate old stuff? Yeah, well, I mean, everyone under the age of 30 hates old stuff, I think. God, I know. I really know. I had the opportunity to hang out with a woman <clears throat> a couple days ago. Guess what we did? Watched Woody Allen movies, and she looked at you with disgust the whole time. No. Went to Rotterdam Square Mall. That's still a mall? Oh, yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> I'm impressed. Well, we were driving around. Uh, we had gotten some food, and we were talking or whatever. And I, she's like, what do you want to do now? And I said, I figured... Let's check out the store that sells, uh, you know, uh, fucking dream catchers and really wild <laughs> knives. <laughs> kind of. I was like, well... Um, hey, uh, you know, we just had a nice dinner. This would probably be, after our first hangout, this would probably be, like, the time to drop you off and say thanks, and it was cool and whatever. But I said, hey, have you ever been to Rotterdam Square Mall? And she's like, no. And I was like, wow, we should totally go. And she's like, okay. Okay, text, 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 text. Dude, yes, exactly. (laughs) Walking around, which Rotterdam Square Mall is so small. That they put a subway in the food court, and all you can smell throughout the mall is subway. That's how oh. potent the oh. fucking, that bread smell. That's how potent it is. So, but I dragged her to a sports store. Right, this date gets better, and I bought a Seahawks wallet, like a Velcro Excellent. wallet, which I have. Which is, hey, listen, it's a. Yeah. I was gonna say I know that shit's Velcro. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely, they have thirty-six-year-old man has a Velcro wallet. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, and it was, I think she, she put on, she was, she was valiant, um, put up a, I think in lieu of the Asian market, I think my new go-to first date place is Rotterdam Square Mall. That's pretty good. You got a lot of, a lot of interesting things going on there. It's true. A lot true. of people watching, a lot yeah. of ironic t-shirts to, uh, to see. And it's like 17 miles outside of Albany, so it takes about a half an hour to drive there on surface streets. And, um, it's the least interesting drive, so you don't have a lot to talk about perfect which way do you go though do you go through uh, schenectady oh yeah oh because yeah there's a lot there's a lot of interesting things going on in schenectady on you know the guy who's in the wheelchair wheeling himself along with his legs <laughs> you know, shit like that yes. it's, it's a great ride oh absolutely and um uh yeah that's my uh that's my dating in albany story for this week um not so good and so that that didn't end well i guess no, it didn't really end well no it, uh hey i'll see you later okay great and then we haven't talked since no, is that what day me? was that? Uh, like Thursday. All right, it's fine. It's totally fine. I um, after the last when I at the last time I put my best foot forward, got all dressed up, and then ended up getting drunk on wine at her place. Totally my fault. Oh wait, this is that same girl? No, 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 no. This is a different girl. Oh, but how many times <laughs> have you gotten drunk on wine at the fucking first date? No, 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 no. I think since that time. Oh, okay. Since that time, I've been sort of. Uh, I've got I've slipped into that don't care mode, which is when I get dates from people, which is always the the classic like when you least expect it, someone will like just stop looking. Yeah, well I did, and then someone's like you know, and then I met this person like through a friend, and then we started hanging out or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but like we hung out that one time, and well, man, like I am not the most interesting first date. Like, and I kind of rally around that. Like, this is who I am. I like going to the mall. I like being quiet. I like watching YouTube videos. 
Um, I like going to the thrift store. I like eating burritos. Uh, I mean, these are all positive things, I think. Right, but I mean, I think people, I think women expect like people to be really interesting. And yeah, that's that's annoying because they it's such a there's in the this is the, in the future now there's such a um, uh, such a level of mental preparation that it takes to not be anxious on a date because it's actual human interaction for well, over the course of a couple of hours. So like, <clears throat> and it's not like. You can't like just walk away or pretend you didn't see their message on Facebook or like you have to actually be engaged and it's tough because especially with me where I want to do far away things and I want to do things that involve lots of talking and trying on funny hats and eating burritos face to face and it's tough man. Because that's the move when you go to a Goodwill, you try on a funny hat, you're like, yo, check out my hat. Or like you go to, I definitely, my move at the Goodwill is to go to the underwear section and pull out funny underwear. I just barfed in my mouth. There's an underwear section at the Goodwill in Albany. There is. That's so, fucking horrifying. Well, I mean, have you ever, uh, I've been, you know, have you ever been that low that you couldn't afford a pair of underwear? I don't know. I've never really thought much about it. I guess not, if I've never thought about it. No, I mean, up until recently, I was so flush with money that I could <sighs> not do laundry and just buy new undergarments and socks every month. Man, that's really... I mean, I, I go to that Goodwill every time I'm in Albany. I, the first thing I do is I go, you know, I go to wherever I'm staying, I drop my bags off, and then I try and get to that Goodwill, and then that Salvation Army further up. Yep. Uh, and I never get anything. It's really fucked up. <laughs> so I don't know why I still do it. <laughs> the Salva- it, It's awful now. The Salvation Army further up on Central is like a fucking swap meet. It's terrible now. Actually, you know what? I got one of the best pairs of shoes I've ever gotten my entire thrifting career at that Salvation Army. So I can't fully knock it, but that was a really bizarre fluke. (laughs) It's pretty sad because they moved a lot of the the now closed Clinton Avenue um, Salvation Army staff and items up there. And now it's like crazy and it's always really hot in there and it smells bad and it's weird. Yeah, that is a fucking smelly ass Salvation Army. Every time we go in there, Gabri has an immediate allergy attack. <laughs> like she just walks in the door and it's like someone hits her in the chest with a bat that says allergies on it. Yeah. So I can really bleak. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's my thing. Um, so that's, yeah, dating in Albany, part whatever. I, uh, I'm. I don't think I'm going to get a second date, but the thing is, like, I, I pretty much treat everybody the same way when I, like, when I go on a date. Like, I just, so, is it something I should change about myself? Should I do something more interesting? Should I make reservations at a cool restaurant? Or You can give that a try. There's a place in Troy I've been meaning to go. What if I send you there as, uh, as, like, the the first, like, what, what, what do you call that? Like, a scout. You, you like can a, go on a date and scout this spot out. Like a secret shopper. And then I'll be on a Bluetooth in your ear, and uh. I'll be like, oh, you know, just tell her that, oh, you know, there's actually this restaurant, there's another kind of a sister restaurant down in uh, the, the Greenpoint section of Brooklyn. I don't know mm. if you've ever been there. It's very Polish, very nice, quaint. Um, and uh, they they have a fantastic pizza selection. It's, it's really, it's <laughs> out of this world. I know pizza seems like it's maybe like a little, a little gauche, a little traditional yeah. pedestrian maybe, but it's actually, it's... Uh, it's just, it's fantastic. We really should go sometime, maybe do a weekend, you know, uh, whatever you feel like doing. I know that maybe it's a little uncomfortable to talk about in the first day, and then you get shot in the head. Oh, Jesus. You'd really... Because you're in Troy, and somebody walks in and just fucking <laughs> blows your brains out in the pizza place. Wow. Um, all right, I can try this out. <laughs> I, I, I can wear a, I mean, 
being going on a first date with the Bluetooth might be a little weird, but... And then the best part is you get shot in the head and you fall down and then she sees the Bluetooth and she realizes and gets really mad at you, even like, though you were just shot in the head. Like, you should be, like, she's mourned, like, but she's so angry scammer. at you. Yeah, and not only uh, that... But she probably she's now stuck in Troy because she doesn't ever. Oh yeah, because you drove. You, yeah, you know your your drive. keys are all messed up now. No, I fell on my keys and broke them. <laughs> you know I fucking you know how fat I am. I got up to leave Fuck. the other day, and I fell backwards and landed on my keys and bent my car key, and it wouldn't fit in the ignition, so I had to like rebend it. Wow, I really like <laughs> called real life there. That's why that was amazing. I and it was Holy like on my way shit. to an interview too because I have. Um, a mattress on the floor now. Um, I didn't get the. Uh, I didn't bring the bed frame from the old place. I left it with the dude because uh, it was like I felt like I was like Princess Esmeralda in that bed with that bed frame. So I you left can hear it. Gabri making me another Tom Collins in the background. <clears throat> yeah, it's that's really nice. Yeah, I wish I <laughs> rub it in a little. She's actually wearing a Doris Day apron right now. I shit you not. Good lord, it's awesome. My life fucking rules right now. Yeah. Mm, great. Um, I'm going to a hockey game with Justin Kiss later. That's how much my fucking life rules. That actually is awesome. It's going to be great. Uh, I have I no couldn't... interest in hockey, but I have a lot of interest in attending things with you and Justin Kiss. You should come. There's still time. It's not for not until 5 o'clock. You could make it just in time. I guess I could. Yeah, you could. Well, yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah. If you fly. You could. Really hustle. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, God. So... I guess I should talk about living in Albany more because I already do. Um, uh, I told you that my favorite place to go is Shoprite, right? Yes, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I go to what's called what's been affectionately dubbed the Black Shoprite. Oh, uh, so they didn't just use the ghetto moniker like they have with the past like no, few places ghetto like Ghetto Chopper, a, Ghetto, ghetto is a price fucking chopper thing. Grand Union. Everybody calls the 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 Shoprite on Central Avenue. Everybody calls it the Black Shoprite. Where is the black shop? It's on Central Avenue. Central That's... Avenue, where the OTB, um, OTB uh, oh, Imperial Betting yeah. Palace used to be. And they knocked that down, built a shop, right? I um, like that people in Albany are just, they're like really coming to terms with being like this fucking cocoon white person. Like, I said, I'll go to the black shop, right? It was, it was. Thank neat. you, Gabri, for my Tom Collins. Oh, God. <laughs> Make me one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I probably should have like just come down this second. weekend, but, you know, I don't know how that goes. Um, Dude, it's Easter. You can't come down. Oh, I know. Got yeah, a lot of important what, Easter things to oh, do tomorrow. Now, what are you guys doing for Easter? Um, I have no idea. Gabri's mother every year is like, well, "You guys have to come over for Easter. It's really important." And we're like, I, "Is it? Like, I mean, I guess we'll come over. Yeah, but like, this is like a new thing. Like, we've never come over for Easter before. Are you kidding? We do this every year. <laughs> no, we don't. We can. We don't. But we can." You know, and it's not like anyone's terribly religious or anything. So it's just like, okay, yeah, we'll come over for Easter. Just yeah, you know, no, my, my, cool, my cool folks, your jets. My folks are the same way. She's like, they're like, you have to come, and then you can you can stay over. And I was what? Like, I was like, great. I'm gonna, but I, like a like a kid coming home, like a freshman in college at age twenty, I'm gonna bring my laundry up there and do my laundry. Oh, oh I will definitely bring laundry <laughs> to Gabriel's mother's house tomorrow. Definitely. Do you um do you have her do your laundry? No, I I don't let anyone do my laundry. I get really I got last week when I did laundry the laundromat around the corner. The uh, the little woman who worked there took my laundry out and put it in the cart because it was busy, and I almost flipped shit. Oh man! Like don't touch my fucking laundry. Don't touch my clothes. Is don't it, look at them. Don't fucking feel them. Leave them alone. Is it because you're embarrassed because you have skid marks? 
Not at all. I'm, I don't want... I, I love my skid marks. I think they're fantastic. But I am... Uh, what's the word? Fastidious. Oh, with my yeah. clothes. I make sure they are washed the right way. I make sure they're washed in cold water, not hot. That way they don't shrink and the colors don't bleed. And I make sure that th- things are dried at the right temperature for the right time. A lot of things are hung up. Um, yeah, I don't trust anyone to do my laundry at all. Wow. That's pretty psycho, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nuts about it. I spend a lot of money on my clothes, though, man. Fuck, you I know? Have, yo, but gotta, so gotta, do gotta, I, man. I, I, yeah. I totally identify with what you're talking about right now. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, totally, I, uh, the, I, the most expensive things I own, I bought a suit at Joseph A. Banks. That's my, uh, and I Did wear, you machine wash it? No. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the cleaners. I, although I did machine wash a suit once, that was not a good experience. Yeah, no, it doesn't work well. No, it doesn't. I actually did it at my folks' house, and my mother took the like the clothes out of the washer, and she's like, "You washed your suit." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Am I not supposed to do that? And I was like, "Am I not supposed to do that?" She's like, "No." And then she like insisted on sending it to the dry cleaner. And it's it, a drag. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm falling. I'm back backsliding, dude, big time. What's going on? Yeah, you sound real down. Oh, What's no, happening? No, I'm not down. I actually the artificially or not. I I had a great night's sleep. I <laughs> I have gummy melatonin, right? That is fucking awesome. <laughs> Why don't I have them? It's so good. The problem is, um I didn't realize that the serving size was one instead of two. So I'm I ate like five. And oh, I ended fuck. up, like, dosing myself on 20-something <laughs> milligrams of melatonin. <laughs> so I was in, like, usually what I'll do is I'll take, like, two and get mellow. You know, five milligrams is not going to knock me out. So two, get mellow, and then I take the rest, and I feel fucking fantastic. My drugs, my, when I do drugs, it's shit, like clonopin, Ambien, grind up Ambien, rub it on my gums, that kind of thing. Like, really, shit that gets me slow, you know? Like, I want to try that. It sounds wild. I love getting slow. Like it's I, I, I if I lived in the south, I would drink like I would drink drink like a lot, um, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. Um, I'm like really, uh, and I can see myself doing that a lot, but I don't. Um, but it was heaven, and and that coupled with the, what my doctor is doing now is. If I sound a little subdued, it's because I'm on a what's called a uh, loading phase, or a tritation, I believe they call it. Um, I like loading phase better. Yeah, so I'm on a loading phase of Prozac, where I take uh, 30 days of uh, 40 milligrams a day, and then I taper down to 20 milligrams a day. But it's like knocking me out, like really bad, and I'm just I have like no personality, and I just feel really slow in a bad way. This is actually why we couldn't do the podcast last night, because you were feeling like that, and I had just taken... I'm such a fucking pussy that I, if I take one single Tylenol PM to knock me out at night, I am fucked for the rest of the next day. Like, I can't <laughs> do things, <laughs> and yeah, like, my hands don't work properly, and I can't, like, make simple mental connections. So I have a thing where I, like, at night, when I need to sleep, I'll bite a single Tylenol PM pill into, like, seriously, like, quarters, sometimes even less than that, wow. and that will fucking ass me out. But, uh, yeah, last night, for whatever reason, I, or the night before, I took, I think, like, half of one, and I was just toast the next day. Like, I couldn't get anything done. You were toast, man. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was why we couldn't record last night with Justin Kiss, because you and I can't keep our shit together no. for just four hours to I, get something done. No, I definitely couldn't. Right now, I'm, like, 
fading. I'm like feeling slow and weird and like <clears throat> thinking about like, and it was totally evident. Like when I went on that, that I guess, I guess you could call it a date, even though we went to the mall or whatever. I was just like, yeah, okay. Hell yeah, totally. That's great. I was like, like tumbling through the air slowly. <laughs> like I was in a dream, <laughs> but it was like, and not that I don't care. I mean, people are cool, whatever. I just, I'm just like for for God's loneliest man. I think I am. I, I, I live a. I also am the least enthused about hanging out. You know, it's like so, and I'm not in a like a pissy like. Oh, I'm gonna like play it cool, but I'm actually like really I'm like no. I'm just like a, I'm just like I'm like Stephen Wright, but not funny. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm just like yeah. Uh, okay, that's cool. You oh. should just uh, date the kind of women that you can offer like a painkiller to immediately when they get in the car, and yeah. then by the time it sets in, then you're just you can just be at dinner like fucking. She's like drooling into her pasta, and you're just you're ha- you're in the middle of a conversation or like a story that you've already told before, and you're. You know, you're actually leaving out less, you're giving less detail the second time, not more, and she's barely listening. It sounds good to me. Oh, so you're telling me to date every shitty punk girl I've already dated. Yeah, just go back around, (laughs) circle around from the start and go all the way back around. Oh, that's good. And that that shit still follows me. The girl, the the owl, owl thrower girl, right? I love owl thrower. I fucking found out last night, a year later, that she told everybody a totally different story about me like fuck why excellent why who cares you know? we gotta call her we gotta get her on the podcast I would fucking... be, that would be the best prank phone call i think ever <laughs> if i was like if i was like, like hey, yeah you know i've got caller id right i know who this is hey no, actually, my, star, my car's broken down stars to star six seven bud no star six seven and i wouldn't know what i would call is me and i'd be like hey uh you know it's, it's been a year and uh, i've been been really thinking about you just hoping that you hoping that you're okay and uh maybe we could talk sometime even maybe get some coffee and just you know really try to figure it out because i realize that i'm i'm less of a man without you than i, was I like that you. idea because it precludes you from actually making the mistake of making that phone call down the line when you hit like a like a low point like if you've already done that you can't Dude, do it again you know for I've real thought about it of course, of course you have. I thought about it. I'd be like, hey, you know, maybe it would be okay if I, like, uh, if we could just, like, like screw around, you know? Like, I would... <laughs> You're lonely, I'm lonely. You're lonely, I'm lonely. You know, we always had good sex. I mean, right? <laughs> like, Hello? The, the manipulative, like, justify what I'm saying, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, no, I would never. <laughs> thank God I've never made that call, but I've thought about it. Then I realized that in a childish fit of rage, I deleted her number from my phone. So. Oh, that's sad. I know, so childish, and I could, I could save my, I saved myself a legacy of calling, then hanging up or texting hi and no answer, which is the best <laughs> text, you know. And that the the again the the future, the way people act, like um, <clears throat> there are just people now who just out of the blue just stop texting me. <laughs> Which is okay. which is fine, um, but I've I done that to people though. At the same time, I I have no leg to stand on there. Yeah, no, it's I would I'm it does me a favor, but I uh, but like for the first like if they text me and then I wait a day and I text them again, hey, and then I text them again at the th- on the third text and they don't answer back, I just feel like the thirstiest dude on earth, and I feel so small and stupid. <laughs> so, and you throw your phone in a puddle. It's kind of really effective. Like silence is. Um, this is strong. 
you know so everyone like women out there and men if you that's that's still the the time honored way of scraping somebody off to just never Should we do our uh our like soft but uh but really like deep well depression bare mattress record silence is strong <laughs> Yes, let's do that. Silence is so strong. I could sing and, uh, you know, like, oh, silence is strong. Silence is the most powerful words. Word. <laughs> silence is the most powerful words. Um, We got way off track. We were talking about the Black ShopRite, oh, and then we somehow ended up here. <laughs> okay, so the Black ShopRite. I heard two women arguing about how tight they were, which I thought was just amazing. That is pretty wild. Oh, it was great. As a as a white man, I have to ask, hmm. what 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 was the uh, the the racial um, is uh, racial orientation a thing? Uh, yes. Was, uh, Am I? Are we allowed to talk about this? I think we are. Uh, two African American okay. women. I think. Ah, okay. Both okay. In their, I understand. Both in their early forties. But uh, apparently, one of them was. I'm going to say. I'm going to explain it in a very white way. <clears throat> apparently, one woman was having marital problems in the bedroom. Okay. Um and. Uh, she explained that uh, whatever it was was his fault because her pussy is uh, as tight as why did she how did she put it which was just so good oh it's it's been tight since day one wow which is okay. the best <laughs> and I I just you know I I I raised I I wanted to like object like a lawyer I'd be like I object <laughs> <laughs> like push like it's a library you can push stuff aside and look through at the other aisle I'm like oh, excuse me I object uh, excuse me if I may uh... <laughs> she's like my pussy's been tight since day one like she said it like that like really strong and she and the woman's like agreeing with her like Ash, how how could she know but at the same time like oh yeah you know that was great that was so good and I I just laughed to myself and I you know being the white dork there and, and this is like but everybody has such a sense of like wonderful community there everybody's like yelling at each other and people are like really loud like <laughs> like the manager instead of saying you know like can i have like a cashier uh, to the front end for uh <laughs> for a uh, help you know we had a lot of people up here somebody just picked up the phone and said richie and hung up <laughs> God, I love the Black Shop. Black Shop is great. Richie. What other racial stereotypes can we pack into this shop? Or can we just make this the like the sole plane of uh, well of supermarkets? Well, it's it's Albany's become a little um, a little cultural paradise because the strip from the Black Shop right all the way down Central Avenue is because like Africans and Muslims and Dominicans and Puerto Ricans and it's become. It's always been a wild area, yeah. Going great. down through, it's so good. Because now Albany has a bona fide, like, ethnic radio station, 99.9. And there was one, there's one dude, I don't even, oh, I think it's like, um, Eddie B. Fast, I think his name is. (laughs) Which is good. Eddie B. Fast is great. And, uh. He played this, like, a ton of, like, Puerto Rican reggaeton. And one song is just Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, over and over again. It's wow. so good. And I was blasting it. Because it's, like, these hosts over it, too. He's like, <laughs> change the dial and you're crazy. Like, screaming on the radio. Oh, man. But it's also a pirate radio station. It's called a non-for-profit community outreach. But it's a, they just, they have a, and ten, they have a, sta- a stick somewhere, and you can get it as far as Clifton Park. But wow, it's, that's it's fucking a, awesome! It's a complete pirate radio station. It's 
the only cool thing going on in Albany right now, for sure. And That's both bleak and exciting to me. It's really bleak and really exciting. It's The bleak part is I followed all those dudes on Facebook, and I added some of them as friends because I'm so enthused about the radio station. But they post about it like, like it, the world is ending. All they do is post, <laughs> post. Like, oh, if I posted, like... Say I posted like a Michael McDonald video every hour. Oh wait, I already do that. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> people get mad when I do that. Like really, people mad. get mad about everything. What the fuck difference does it make? It's true. Um, what do we? Uh, as, as long as we're on the topic of Facebook, what else are people freaking out about? You got anything? Oh, Jesus. Um, you know, it's been kind of a quiet week. Um, sadly, only because I don't really know why. People are talking about the NCAA, but I don't really care. Yeah, I couldn't give a shit about that. Uh, like at all. Uh, record Store Day. That's Record the... Store Day has, yeah, been hot on my feed today. Uh, and... You're going to have to explain Record Store Day to me because I don't understand the concept of setting aside a day to go buy a record. Because you just, when you want a record, you go and buy it. It's like having, like, fucking, like, Seltzer Day. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the concept behind Record Store Day was, at heart, nice. Because it got people to get out, go out, it gives them, like, a boost. Uh, it gives like your local record store a boost because, as we all know, record brick and mortar record stores are dying sometimes justifiably because they're. Aren't they often justifiably? Often justifiably. If you've ever worked at a record store, it's terribly run. People don't make any money, and people are routinely overcharged for records and paid nothing for the records they try and sell. So. In a way, it's like just desserts for like a legacy of shitty business practice, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, you know, everybody loves their local record store or whatever. Um, this, but it's become a big deal because everybody does their limited edition shit on record store day. So it's become the very thing you're trying to kind of avoid commercialization, you know, crass, crass uh, consumerism, blah, blah, blah. It is exactly what it's become. So... Uh, record store day is now the day where you can oh I got the the rare Paramore record and I'm gonna buy three of them Oof. and put them on eBay and it's gonna be amazing and then you know but the problem is the <clears throat> stores are overcharged by the distributors so it's like really fucked up and terrible and you should just stay home and make microwave burritos and put on Terminator One on VHS and. Give it to your give it to your girlfriend or boyfriend real good. That's my ideal Saturday. Okay, uh, audience poll that I will never get the results to. Should I make Gabby watch Terminator One or Total Recall tonight? <laughs> my, my votes for Total Recall. My votes for Running Man. Oh shit! <laughs> we, we got a third one up in the mix now. <laughs> Honestly, of all the Schwarzenegger movies, Running Man is the most superior. I made her watch Predator. She seemed to like it. I kind of I, wish... There's no way that Running Man is better than Kindergarten Cop. Let's be honest. No, I don't know, man. <laughs> what about... But what about Twins? Twin. Oh, man. Don't talk back. Yeah, twins. Don't talk back. Twins is really fucking good. That's right. What would happen if Schwarzenegger was cast as Clarence Boddicker in RoboCop? Wow, that would have been wild. Yeah. Or but, I mean, I, there's no one better than Kurtwood Smith for that, though. Like, I get... God. That dude had a, the worst career ever. Really uh, like, on that fucking show. But I still get excited when I see him because he was Clarence Boddicker. And also, briefly, the very, very gay choreographer uh, in the, the dance scenes from uh, Night Fever. Really? Yeah. Go back and look. That's uh, Kurtwood Smith with more hair choreographing the dance scene in the beginning. I love Kurtwood Smith. 
I kind of really love crowd. You know, I was hanging out in a gay bar last night. Okay. <clears throat> um, our friend Drew and Justin. Uh, well, Drew, we Drew needed a. Drew is the type of dude who's not. He might come on the podcast sometime. He's um he's like the Dudley Moore of Albany. <laughs> he's super gay and super drunk, and I think he'd be perfect on the podcast. But he'd make a big deal out of it and get nervous, and probably wouldn't All be right. on for too long. But he needed like a wingman, and. He asked Justin, and Justin asked me to come with him because, you know, two are better than one, whatever. Um, and for some, I was really nebbed out on, on Prozac, and uh, I just kind of staring around. And I was just thinking, like, <clears throat> uh, what was I saying? I don't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> Gay bar. Justin Kiss. Okay. Um, I, got, I got really checked out by this older dude. Was uh, it Kurtwood Smith? Uh, no, it wasn't Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith uh, is gay, so maybe it was is him in, really? uh, in costume. Oh, he is. Wow, that's why he played. That's the way he played such a pricky narcissist asshole. Mm-hmm. It's like perfect. Just give me my phone call. Just give me my fucking phone call. <laughs> when he put the gum. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna the, make Gary watch RoboCop tonight. He, fuck it. Yeah, when he put the gum on the receptionist thing. <laughs> God, so good. Um, I don't know where I was going with the gay bar thing. Oh, Gabri's seen RoboCop already, which is good because I forgot the Blu-ray at work. You need the Blu-ray. Of course. What, it's fucking 2014. What, am I watching standard definition? Am I a fucking caveman? But I will watch Twins. All right, she'll watch Twins. Which, I now that I think about it, Twins was... Only the first half of Twins was good. The second half gets really heavy, right? <laughs> With, like, uh, the mother and, like, the, the you were a mistake and all that shit. Like, I don't know. Come no, on. I think like, that, I, it wasn't the Throw Mama from the Train. No, Throw Mama from the Train is gold the entire way through. That's true. Throw Mama from the Train is like if you go if you haven't seen Throw Mama from the Train in a couple years, really go back and watch it, man. It's fuck. It holds up in a way that most movies from that era don't. I'm still hung up on the fact that you said you wouldn't watch anything in standard definition. Now, oh, what is that standard definition? Are you kidding? do you understand the amount of video resolution I have at my fingertips at all time every day? It's crazy. But why? Just because you have it doesn't mean you necessarily need to use it. You got to see standard definition on like a really good screen. It looks like dog shit. It looks like YouTube when you're on a cellular connection. But see that, you know, I lo- I choose to always celebrate our differences, Andrew. Uh, I like I like VHS and you like high definition. Um I, I <laughs> you know. Tomato tomato. Tomato tomato. I I enjoy a woman who uh flatly refuses to shave her her puss and and you uh that makes you barf um it's been a while since i mentioned that so maybe i should mention that if you have a chance and you can find it i'd urge you to watch the wnuf halloween special movie uh there's something you'd probably have to download but i feel like it's right up your alley wnuf wnuf halloween special it's a horror movie that's uh that's set up like a VHS recording of a, uh, a Halloween special from a local TV network. <sighs> Sounds great. Yeah, it's, it's right. It's it's definitely in your wheelhouse. Does that have anything to do with pubic hair? Uh, you just got to watch it. Oh, that's great. That's really good. <laughs> that's really good. Very excited. Um, let's see. What else we have going on? Uh, other things people freaking out about is... What the fuck is New York's All Right besides a fear song? Is that actually a festival? Know. Thank I don't you. know what it is. Like I'm going to guess I don't understand boring happening. fest where people pose hard and find each other from the internet and do nothing. That's what I'm guessing. I really wish that there would be a <clears throat> punk or hardcore fest that would 
end like the Heaven's Gate cult, where like somebody goes in to unlock the next day, and everyone has just fucking shot themselves in the head or be, like drank the Kool Aid. That would be wonderful. That would be like fucking stop going to these things. They're not fun, and you fucking know it. I love like, Fest Fever. Somebody those. crowd surfed and kicked out the light bulb. Yeah, oh big my God. fucking deal. Someone handed Who out cares? pizza. Oh, someone handed out pizza from the stage. We threw it. Oh, oh. pizza. Pizza. Well, I'm going to take pictures of, uh, uh, we're going to stand hard style in front of a pizza. Uh, it's so, so funny and so good. And I'm so I've, glad I spent a thousand dollars to get here from California or wherever the fuck you're from. I've said this a lot. Really good. People today have a really weird relationship with joy. No like, shit. I can't that tell so if real. they don't feel joy and they pantomime trying to because it's like a panic where they they have to appear that they are enjoying something, you know, and they're like, you know, going all out like, I love this. It's so amazing. Clap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or if we as a society have become so fucking unbelievably addled with things that uh, that give us like squirts of dopamine that. <laughs> We're just not satisfied with joy anymore, and it has to be more. Like, uh, you can't just enjoy the feeling of, like, oh, that was a good cookie I had. That was really nice. Nope. That pasta dish I had was really good. That was a very pleasant car ride. You know, shit yeah. like that, that you need to uh, you need to find, the ne- which I actually would prefer, because that speaks to this really intense, like, Marquis de Sade fucking sensibility of, uh, of, of 2014. Mm. Either way, nobody believes you are enjoying yourself at that fucking festival yeah. or that after party. Just knock it off. Oh god, dancing to like dan- dancing to like uh, what the fucking kids in the USA like that that shit. Oh like, fuck oh, me! Oh god, kill yourself. Oh god, like oh, <laughs> fuck. I just think oh it's oh 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 I'd rather watch a Dan Rather documentary. A hundred percent. I would rather watch Dan Rather cook a hamburger. But people go, and it's like, I have been talking, I've been talking to this person for a long time on the internet, and we've been Snapchatting, and it's getting hot and heavy. I can't wait to meet them. And then you meet in person. It's not. You are so both afraid of sex. You turn the light out. It'll last for three seconds, and then you're going to get really fucking weird. No, you're in a fucking motel with six other people. (laughs) I forgot that, yeah, you can't possibly be alone because none of you can afford a fucking hotel room. The inevitable taking a picture because, oh, I'm here with all my girls. And I finally, these are the hottest babes at the fest. And we have a fucking motel room and there's six of us. And I'm wearing a fucking. You guys all look like fucking linebackers. I'm wearing it, yeah. I'm wearing a French cut judge shirt. Like fucking. (laughs) It's fucking awful. Oh my God in heaven. Like seriously, look it. Look, just look. Just stop. Look it. Just stop look going. It. Just save the thousand dollars. Look it. Stop. Fucking stop it. <laughs> right. Music will soldier on. All right. Please, <laughs> just stay home. You have a cat to feed. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Let's see. Uh, conspiracy barn. I hate. Not a whole lot going on. I haven't been watching a bunch of this, but or reading a bunch of this, but. We've got photos of a mysterious, unidentified flying object photographed over Texas. Oh, great. This, uh, this is not a UFO in the traditional sense. It's leaving a contrail. So uh, oh, everyone assumes dude. that it's, yeah, everyone assumes that it's a, uh, a classified military aircraft. 
the photos do look pretty wild ass i gotta say <laughs> great um you know i still haven't found that fucking plane dude is that right i stopped paying attention i assume they found like a, a blip under the ocean i'm like oh well that's a done deal and i just nope. stopped paying attention no they haven't you know what i loved it. about that though hmm. for what three weeks when they couldn't find the plane everybody was just like what is with these people who can't find this plane these fucking people are just dropping the ball <laughs> They find this one little blip under the ocean, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, "These people are doing a tremendous job. Oh, it's actually cool. fabulous." What the, the the amount of work that goes into looking for this place. Fuck everybody. So, <laughs> fuck so everybody American. on earth. It's fucking unbelievable. Fuck all of you. So fucking American. meteor now. Fuck, I hate fest season. I'm still thinking about it, man. God I know. I can tell you're still thinking about fest season. <laughs> God damn. Are you playing uh, Deathwish Fest? Are you going to participate in that? I am playing Deathwish Fest. Deathwish Fest. I think I have to look at what day it is, some, but some uh, I think it's like a Thursday night we're playing, so I'll, I can I can make that work. Oh, we should totally do a uh, we should do a Boston podcast, dude. You can do that. Definitely do that. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, VigilantCitizen.com has a great write-up. The 2009 VMAs, the occult mega ritual. I would really <laughs> urge you to read that if you have a second. It's not recent by any means, but uh, I just re I read it before we started, and it was pretty good. He's also got a lot of uh, observations about Peaches Geldof and Brian Singer, which I'm pretty excited about Brian Singer oh, yeah. coming out as like a, a real creep, which is pretty wild-ass. Uh, although, actually, you know, I love Brian Singer's life because he is just doing this less than zero, like, fucking wild-ass Freddie Sinellis life, which I think is great. So, uh, <laughs> At go least for somebody it. is. I wish more people yeah, would. Yeah, really. Honestly, because there's a lot of, um, <clears throat> I'm just really, this whole week has kind of solidified my theory that the world is, like, inexorably fake. <laughs> We've peaked as a society decades ago. Like for whatever reason it just really hit home i think it's just because i'm unemployed and i have a lot of time to like just yeah, think. to watch tv <laughs> not even tv i don't own a tv anymore which is which is because i think tv is mind control and everybody should smash their tv because I'm, I'm in a very 1990s state of mind did you, you know what people are freaking did you out about follow oh. well did you follow ufo sightings today on tumblr i just opened it and there's like a seriously no, like a fucking 20 <laughs> fucking paragraph thing here it's pretty awesome I, anyway I sorry i followed a bunch of shit on that you know what people are freaking out about uh the What's secret that? nirvana show that was from well, last week. that was right down the street from my house so we can finally say that you and i shared a stage with nirvana we i, I looked at that i looked at the pictures i was like damn i was right there we shared a stage with fake nirvana and uh, with Jay, with Jay, Ingve J. Malmsteen, Jay Maskus playing. Uh, what was your opinion of that, Andrew? Why did I have, I have none. Like honestly, I I was a big Nirvana fan when I was a kid. Yeah. So by virtue of that, I probably would have wanted to go and just see it. Uh. But there's two main things. One is that I would. Uh, I would fire a cannonball at Dave Grohl's uh, apartment building, oh like easily, like no problem, like a, fl a flaming cannonball through his living room window while he's watching TV. Um, and then, second of all, if I were to go to the Nirvana Secret Show down the street from my my home, means that I would have to be in the social circle with the kind of person that knows about the Nirvana <laughs> Secret Show, which sounds like a nightmare existence oh, to me. Exactly, but. I posted some shit about it. I was like, who cares? You know, this fucking band broke up and Kurt Cobain blew his fucking hat off, which is true. And people were like, defend, vehemently defending Nirvana, the Nirvana secret show. They're like, hey, dude, like, it's just a bunch of friends getting together and playing some songs. And yeah, you can do that in the basement. 
Yeah, you can do. You, what, what's that have to do with me? Why don't you just do that in a, in a practice space if you just want to? In get fact, together. I never assumed they didn't stop playing these songs. I don't know. Like for all I knew, they still got to go over, got together on Thursdays and played fucking lithium. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So it was so like, hey, you know, like it was just you know it was to celebrate uh, you know the life of Kurt Cobain and let yeah. You so, have twenty so years you, to do that. You can do that whenever. Yeah. So you throw a secret, exclusive secret show. <laughs> I don't think it was that exclusive. Like, I looked at some of the photos. Oh, my God. If you have a chance, read the Rolling Stone article on this and then turn the gas on in your oven and stick your head in it. It is fucking... It is wildly bad. It's, That's it's great. like, if I had any desire to go to that show, it was immediately quelched by uh, by reading that. What fest would you say is the Coachella of hardcore? I don't... There are so many hardcore fests, I do not pay attention. I think we're playing, like, three of them this year. Wow. As a heads up, I don't give a fuck about your fest. So, I, yeah. you know, I probably won't be there. As a heads, like that shit sounds fucking awful to me. Actually, you know what? I I take that back because as a band playing a fest, it's dope because you just sit in a room in the back and you have catered food and you just like read three books. Yeah, you're like, all right, these are the three <laughs> books that I wanted to read, and I'm gonna be at the fest for three days, so I'm going to read them. You lay under a palm um, tree. Yeah, I actually I uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was Crazy Fest in Louisville was uh, a big turning point in my life. That was the point where I. I watched a dude, like, mow down on, uh, I don't know, like, pulled pork or something, decided that I had to, like, get my life in order and, like, get in shape and whatnot. And, you know, I did after that. Like, that really fucked me up. Uh, it was also awesome because it was at, oh, you would have loved this shit. It was at a fairgrounds that was just, like, a half a mile of, uh, like, uh, what, why, why can't I think of the word? Frozen pizza. No, it was just, like, a half a mile long, uh old dead mall slash thrift store oh wow you know That's there's great. all these little booths set up you know everywhere it was uh it was pretty wild oh, so neat. i dig that fest the rest of them are all the same goddamn thing and for me that's me sitting in the back and reading yeah. a book about how george bush senior probably killed john f kennedy you aren't um so encouraged by the fact that hardcore is not dead no, you the last fest um... i went to i aside from the time i spent playing i spent 25 minutes out with other human beings that was over the course of i think three days yeah that was ask any band who will tell you a and i'll give you an honest answer and this will be it <laughs> and it's a pain in the ass to get to a fest uh really boring um before really boring except for the time you're playing and probably boring during the time you're playing Bring a book, man. Bring, a, bring book. a long ass book. Bring a book, or you know, argue on Facetime with your girlfriend. Yeah, that'll also do whatever whatever <clears throat> passes the time best really for good. you will uh, will work. But yeah, f- I I don't know what hardcore fests are anymore. They all seem like the same thing, and they all seem boring as shit. So I'm gonna take a pass on that. She'll be like, oh, "Was that girl from Instagram there? That girl I told yes. you to not unfollow." <laughs> Yes, well, they're all here. We're all like, Instagramming and together. Like, hey, yeah, I can't talk. I'm in the band room, and she's like, "Go in the van. You go in the van and Facetime me. We need to talk Dude. about this." <laughs> Dude, Jesus. And then you paint you paint such a vivid, dark picture. Yeah, in general, right? It's my English degree. Yeah, yeah. you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's, but it's, I think a bunch of dudes who who have been in that situation, just their assholes just tightened up because I explained it exactly how it happens. <laughs> and having had a girlfriend who called me incessantly on tour to argue with me that is uh, also, <laughs> that also i remember the, that tour that was uh was, maybe not our finest hour there if i can I was sta- standing in the street in columbus ohio asking uh, getting in trouble for having fun was my favorite time 
I remember life. you would get out of the van and like get into a fight. We would all just be there and be like, uh, what do we do about this? Nothing. Like, this you is, do nothing. This is wrong. You don't mind your own oh, there's business. nothing to be done. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was a rough scene. That was a rough scene. I've never had a good. I've never had a good time. I don't think I've ever had a truly awesome relationship, which drives me crazy. It makes me nuts. Of all the things that make me sad, not that many things make me sad. Um, I got tomatoes in my pad thai the other night, and that made me super sad. <laughs> but yeah, um, what is that? That's weird. It's Albany Thai, man. That's so fucking gross. Oh man, I, call, I called them back too, and I was like, "Yo, you put tomatoes in my <laughs> Yo, there's a tomato in here, dude. Is, is everything okay? Oh, look, you can bring back, but we're about to close. Oh, fucker. Check the chef. I think he's having a stroke. And it was funny because I was also whenever I eat takeout, I watch Kitchen Nightmares. It's like a tradition i have well done yeah and uh, i was like man if i was gordon ramsay i would like stamp on down there and, oh yeah you'd throw it through the door but uh, you know things like that make me make me realize that no matter how hard i've tried i've never had i've never i mean you're what you have right now hold on to it i've never had a successful relationship working on it like not once like it's bleak that's sad it's bleak it really is i'm 36 i'm gonna be 37 soon and like wow you know, I've had long relationships. Um, I've had fun relationships, but I haven't uh, for a while, and then it breaks off. <sighs> I just thought about that. Damn. So, uh, that being said, if any women out there want to want to give this guy a try, um, I'm right out there, man. I'm feeling good. I'm back. You want to uh, take a couple <laughs> questions here? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? <clears throat> uh, let's see. Record store day slash 420 are lame. Agree? Yes. I check, hit rewind for uh, about 20 <laughs> minutes. You'll, uh, you'll get that. Four, I mean, celebrating 420, it's like, God, like, when I was uh, a youth, um, there was a place called the Silver Mine in Glens Falls that would have a, a, uh, a free incense day on 420. And, um, Oof. Yeah, you could go there and get a free stick of incense. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a long one. Andrew, I was watching the end of the year snuff films women bloopers earlier today. I didn't know there were bloopers on it. I don't actually remember. I remember very vaguely recording that. That's still a uh, YouTube a, channel. Wow. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. There's a moment where Patrick asks the guest if she thinks you can lose this weight. Uh, it is now clear to all of us that it's possible. Hey, thanks. Uh, I'm sure you're an inspiration to many ex-punks. I doubt that highly. Uh, <laughs> many. Keep up the awesome. <laughs> Will do in many. I, many. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> Jesus. Well, what are um, fucking weirdos who fucking uh, fucking idolize Andrew? What the fuck? That's weird. I, hey, don't stop. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> He's on a roll. Don't stop. <laughs> listen, do get a really good job and bankroll my weird shit. Um, mm. Also, the Sound and Fury 09 webcast stand the test of time, especially your retelling of your spiritual enlightenment attained in a hot van while reading Woody Guthrie's autobiography after chasing a coyote through the hills. I'm going to have to go back and watch this. What? I was still um, in the band then. What the fuck? Yeah. Might I suggest that Overnight Drive becomes a video podcast, something similar to Norm MacDonald Live? Mm. I think it would go over very well, and I'm willing to be your producer co-host, so you've got that part figured out at least. Um... um I mean, I, I I'd love to do a video cast. I think that'd be funny as hell. But it requires me buying a camera and like microphones and whatnot. So I wouldn't call that uh, something that's you know coming up anytime soon. Also includes me uh, being in New York City once a week. Yeah, which would be a real scream. Or Andrew could come to Albany once a week. Eh. Guy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I've I've really I have purged pretty much every reason I have to go there. Like you're the one standing reason I have to go back, and that includes having my father there. By the way. Oh well, thank you. That <laughs> makes you know, me like, feel yeah. really good, Andrew. Thank you. That's so it's nice. like oh, 
a podcast. And then like, oh, yeah, I probably should see my fucking stupid father. I guess we'll check that out. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, he's not home. Cool. Let's go quick. Go, 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 go before he comes home. Go, go, go. Um, um, let's see. Hans, how would you describe the OK Cupid pool of Albany? How would you compare that pool to Albany's Tinder pool? If the OK Cupid pool of Albany <clears throat> is, say, Nagasaki, the Tinder pool is Hiroshima. Wow. It is not good. I'd imagine it's the same people, right? No. It is oh, completely different. They're completely different. Tinder is a completely different world. Tinder, I... Okay, look. I thought Tinder was a hookup app. Hooking up, right? Is that what it's marketed as, right? Like, hey, you know, what's up? What's hot? What's... I think it was... I don't, I don't know. I've always had it, like pitched as like a dating app or like it's always like how i've uh i guess I've, I, I've i'm sure people do hook up on it but yeah i read the wrong blog because i thought it was like a f- thing to be really forward on um and people do not like that not nah, people not feeling your style there well i always feel it out i do that terrible fucking dude i have i have a announcement after this but um <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope it's better than the last Tinder announcement. No, no, no. yeah, no. Um, uh, that was a that was a grinder announcement. Um, Fucking hey, that's right. <laughs> no, I. Uh, people are like, I don't use that app for this, for that. I don't use this app for that. I don't. I don't. I'm just here to make friends. First, okay, look, <laughs> look. You're not on a dating app to make friends. Okay. You're not on OkCupid to look for new friends. You're not... That whole thing about friends, like... I don't think you're looking for friends. Do you think they're just... They're trying to spare your feelings? Absolutely. That's that's a weird like, thing to do. I feel like shooting somebody down really hard would feel... Fa- especially, like, over the internet where there's no repercussions. Being like, fucking fuck off. I know! <laughs> no, it's, um... Uh, it's not good. Let's just put it that way. It's not good. All right. It's not good. And, and I, uh... I am deleting my OK Cupid. That's my big announcement. Wow, um, no shit. Yeah, I want to go legit. I want to go pro. Um, I was having a discussion, I think, I don't know who, I think it was, uh, I was having a discussion yesterday with a friend of mine. And I, I'm at number 63 right now. Uh, that's weighing on me heavily. <laughs> um, I'm you want to see if you can subtract somehow? I'm going to see if I can stop being such a womanizer. And maybe try to find a relationship. I am in the running, everybody, for a real deal relationship. This is interesting. All right, I'm gonna give it a shot because I, I, you know, everything's been for. Uh, I always say for an ugly dude, uh, most of my sexual exploits are a slam dunk. You know, I'm like, um, I'm like Horace Grant in his later years where he got really fat and could only jam. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I think I, I've been, I was told by a jilted ex-lover that I am oversexed and uh, that I, uh, I am a womanizer and I am a predator. And that seems like a really extreme thing to say. I know it was. It I mean, I, that me seems hard, extreme. Though. I know it is extreme. It was. It was. It was said in anger, and it was. Very I, it, that sounds angry. Yeah, it was very extreme. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was for a bullshit fucking reason, because I didn't text her for two days or some shit like that. But, um... No, you tried to scrape off. No, I didn't. I don't... That's my thing. That's another thing. I'm not... I don't like texting that much. I just don't. Like, it's a pain in the ass. It's a pain. It's our preferred method of communication. It is. Yeah, I know. Well, 
I know, but I, I like texting like, okay, cool, dope, sounds good, you yeah. know, cool, we're good. <laughs> like, like, um, but it's, a lot of women want to talk, I want to have like epic conversations over text. And I, I, I'm just like, just give me a call. Just call me. We'll talk. Like, so when people text me, and I also do that thing where I read the text, and if it's something simple, I just say it, like, say the answer in my head, and I don't text back. <laughs> Which everybody can, everybody yeah, totally. does that. And I'm just like, why would I, why would I, why would I, okay, well, I text back, yep, cool. Uh-huh. I like, some like, a person I might be working with texted me, hey, I'm going to give you a call tomorrow. Okay. Well, there's no need to respond to that. There's no need to respond to that. It's a statement. It's not a question. Yeah, there's no need to respond to statements. You know, like... But on the other hand, though, one of my triggers is when people ask me too many questions at once. It drives me crazy. That that gives me, like, a real bipolar response. And a person the other day was... Next time we do a live show, we're going to set that up. I want to watch that happen. (laughs) It gets me, like, Sean Duty irritated. Um, Everybody who uh, who asks you a question at once gets a free My Girlfriend's Kid t-shirt. Oh, my God. We have to make My Girlfriend's Kid. That was a question that came in. Oh. That my Girlfriend's Kid has to become a t-shirt. You know what? <laughs> I want to make bumper stickers for Overnight Drive, and I just want to say I love My Girlfriend's Kid. <laughs> That's great. I love My Girlfriend's Kid and Who Farted. Are the two Overnight Drive bumper stickers I think we're going to get. Fucking A. It's going to be so good. Um Jesus. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. We both know you guys are big American football fans. Oh, Just yeah. wondering if either of you have ever watched rugby and what your thoughts are on it compared to football. It was wild. Uh, yeah, I like any sport where you can lose a tooth. Like, um, like it, it's hard to not like that, even if it's something that I normally wouldn't pay attention to. If you sat me down in front of a rugby game, I'd pick a side. Um, rugby players in the United States are worse than lacrosse bros, though. As far oh, yeah, as like no their sense of entitlement and being into like craft whiskey and fucking shit like that, no doubt. I actually had a uh, a math teacher in middle school, Mr. Farrison, who was really into rugby, and that was the first time I've ever in my my young life looked at a dude and be like, "This guy could put me through the drywall." <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that dude was just like muscle and sinew. He was like ready to go. How did he look naked? Uh, pretty good. It was all right. That's great. You know, I actually, in that same uh, that same year, I had a French teacher that took advantage of a student and uh, got arrested and was, like, put on suicide watch and whatnot. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. Mr. Kaole. I wonder what happened to Mr. Kaole. How do you spell his name? C-A-Y-O-L-E. Mr. Philip Kaole. What's we, what do we got? C-A-Y-L-O-E? K- C-A-Y-L-O-E. Or no. O-L-E? O-L-E. I'm going to take the next question while you do this. Um... Actually, these aren't questions. They're uh, they're both saying more or less the same thing. Yo, Run for Cover Records just gave you a shout out on their video series Tuesdays with Tay. Yeah. Pretty dope. Keep on keeping on. I saw that. That was nice. Yeah, word I up. am very fucking happy. I like. I knew that Jeff was doing good with his label, but I'm very fucking happy actually seeing that shit. Like he's doing pretty well. That's nice. Hmm. That's exciting. Thank you, dude. For I've uh, you know we've slept on each other's feet in vans before. He's a uh, he's an A plus dude. <laughs> Uh, thank you for um, <clears throat> thank you for shouting me out to the uh, some guy that used to be an end of a year. Thank you. For that. <laughs> that was great. Appreciate I believe uh, the uh, the dude who shouted us out. I think I met him at that Boston show. He looks very familiar to me. That's great. Let's see here. What, what, what do you got on Mr. Kale? Uh, nothing. Couldn't find him. Couldn't find anything. Oh man, he must have killed himself. He must be gone. Girl, people love girlfriend's <clears throat> kid, man. Uh, let's see. I'm 36 years old. I work full time. I've lived a full life. It's still going. 
I'm a youth counselor, <laughs> musician, writer, and consider me somewhat of a traveler. Uh, that said, I've watched every, each and every episode of The Deadliest Catch, every goddamn season, and a lot of the side shows as well. There are side shows? Fuck me. Um, I managed this long ago, and a couple of years ago, I reached the point of catching up with the show, and now I wait for new seasons to start. What does this say about me? Mm, I don't see, know. I want to hate. I want to hate. But I've watched, every, I'm afraid. I've watched every episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, like, I'm afraid if I were to sit down and watch that, I'd be like, oh, well, this is actually kind of all right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I, I watch Bar Rescue a lot. I don't think it says anything about you. Don't talk about it in public too much is probably my advice there. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's my, my, my knowledge of bad TV um, is pretty extensive, but I uh, just prefer not to <laughs> speak of it very often. Uh, what's Justin more? Kiss up to these days? I miss that fella. Uh, I guess we already got the update. He is going to a hockey game tonight, so yeah, we'll check uh, him out there. Yeah, he just texted me. He's like, head over whenever, bro. Excited for the game. And you, in your mind, you said okay, but you didn't actually uh, respond. Yeah, I didn't respond. Never respond. This is the year of not responding. So <laughs> whenever you're, when you're out there, and there's a girl who I talked to, uh, um, she lives in another country. And she, I, I'll talk to her on Facebook chat, and then I'll just like, I have shit to do, or I just like will fall asleep or disappear. And she grills me about it. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, you just disappeared!" And like in the middle of a conversation, and like it's just internet. It's will not never, real life, guys. Internet will never feel like real life to me. No, so not real life. I can duck in and duck out whenever I want. I'm sorry. It's so weird. So uh, I guess I already answered this, too. <clears throat> Andrew, will you be with self-defense at Fest? I'm guessing not, but if you are, you want to do an impromptu live episode with me filling in for Hans, consisting entirely of us clowning on the soft-ass virgin punk news kids that will be surrounded by... Uh, if I was going, this question would have fucking taken me off, because I can't be around those kids. Um, and I can't do my episode without my man here. That's Come not going to happen. Come on. Um, but also, I just don't think I want to go to uh, the fest uh, it's at all. Florida, it's in Florida, dude. It's in Florida, and I think I looked at the itinerary for our uh, our trip down there, and it's pretty extensive. And I just I don't have the time or the inclination to spend my time doing that. There's well, only you, you only have so much time on Earth, you know. Will that be a driver or a flyer? Oh, that'll be a driver. Fuck, no way. Yeah, like that's, no that's like a come on. Unless the stars align pretty wildly, I, chances of me being at the fest are uh, slim to nil. So you'll see um, somebody that's not me. Remember our Perform, underperforming what I would have done. Remember our like youthful enthusiasm where we we would like block off a week of work and like think yeah. nothing of driving to Florida. I I would think nothing of driving to Florida to go get a good sandwich. Yeah, you know, like, sure. if you want to do that and, like, go to Crazy Cuban on uh, on Route 1 and fucking West Palm, we can definitely do that. Sandwiches are great. Um, as far as going to a fest? Mm. No. Like, I'd rather just spend the money and not recoup it than do that and do something I'd prefer not to do. Especially so. a fest no, in thanks. Florida, because you know there's going to be a lot of, like... God, do you remember that show we played in Florida with the feeder? That was it at that yes. like shitty roadhouse yes. where we were so excited to leave without playing, and then uh, oh and that one dude Patrick showed up and he had driven like three hours, and we, we felt always... so bad that we essentially played for Patrick. If you're listening, we played that show for you, we like no question we... about it. It was purely oh God, for you. The backstory: we fucking our van. We always beat them by like an hour. I don't know what they did, but. Um, we made well, it they the ran show. on vegetable oil. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we made it to the show. It's just not happening, like at all. I don't know, band dudes. You know what I mean? All the cool, but it's, it's band dudes are talking about it. Are like dudes who will play, you know, on on fucking 
on a frozen pond, you know, like we, mm-hmm. we, we were discriminating. We're like, let's just find a fucking micro tail and go to bed. Then like they show up and I was like, Oh, let's just poke our heads in just to make sure. And yep. Oh yes. And play all can play if you want. I don't think anybody's going to show up though. And then like, even the promoter was like, I don't know if anybody's going to show I up. I don't think like, the promoter showed up. I think the promoter never came, no, yeah, right? It was a promoter, no show. So we practiced. Yeah. It was like his friend showed up or something. So we practiced and didn't get uh, paid. Yeah. But we had one guy drove, I think fr- he, he drove uh, like a long ass way. That was way. the guy who took us to Chili's. He took us to Chili's. Yeah. He was a manager of Chili's. He got the Chili's discount. He took us all out the next day. It was awesome. Fake Mike. The only time I've ever enjoyed being in a Chili's. It was like an yeah, A plus by me. Like, uh, we called him Fake Mike. Remember? Yeah, he was a lot like Mike. He was like, uh, like yeah, like nice Mike. It was good. So uh, yeah, if you're still out there, man, appreciate it. It's been years, and we still appreciate that uh, that Chili's. He did, was not keen on our new songs. I remember that. So I think we lost I, him. That's a shame. That's a shame. Wherever you are, thank you for the artery clogging food i appreciate yeah, thank that. you for the the black bean grillers oh they were so good i'm about um, to go up to wolf road and meet justin kiss at a, a chain at a, at, at, at a chain restaurant yeah oh man all right yeah. <laughs> so he what? just texted me and that's that's the move <laughs> what's the uh, what's the haunted cafe up on wolf road haunted cafe oh yeah there's um, a cafe that's haunted should we just buy that and that'll be our, our business plan for the rest of our lives? We'll just have the Haunted Cafe. Professor Java's? Yes, that's the one. Let's just buy <laughs> Professor Java's and that'll just be our gimmick. We're just haunted. We'll like have the fucking History Channel come and like do an overnight and that fucking steroid dude can yell at the ghosts. It'll, be, uh, it'll be a money maker. Let's, let's do it. Let's make our money. All the drinks will be like haunted drinks. Like like cheating, like um, <clears throat> defying all odds. Let's make, our, let's make our real money in Albany. That sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. I'm no, you don't pay taxes for 10 years in certain zones. Let's just find one of those percent. Oh, yeah, tax-free New York, man. I pimped that shit hard last year at my old job. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So I guess um, let's read one more, then uh, maybe that'll be... Maybe that'll be it. Cool. Yep. I'm out of Tom Collins. We're uh, yeah. <laughs> wrapping this I'm up. I'm out of patience. Um, what do you got? Fucking everybody loves my girlfriend's kid. I actually didn't even make a prank this time. That's a, That's a real shame. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you can't do it every week. You gotta, you know, you gotta space well, I, them out. I got shook because my last one wasn't very good, so I have to. Uh, I might, you know, what I might do for everybody. I might record a prank this week and put it up as a supplemental. I might do. That. All right, because I have a couple good ideas. Uh, and, um, uh, I'm not gonna, not gonna spoil them, but my, I think that's going to be my gimmick. My girlfriend's kid and every one. Um, yeah, the girlfriend's kids bandit. <laughs> the girlfriend's kid bandit. Um. What do we got? We might have actually gone through all the new ones. Let's see. Uh, if you guys could each have the voice of a celebrity, whose oh, would you choose? Fuck. Hmm. I guess. Um, I would have Phil Hartman's voice. That's pretty good. But I I do. Uh, oh fuck! What is his name? Uh, Sam Elliott. Wow! Really. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be a great podcast. Phil Hartman and Sam Elliott fucking talking about the events of the week. That's true. Oh, you know, if you, but it's like a voice. Like, I would have Ozzy Osbourne's voice. Would, oh, yeah. Well, I would I, sing. Okay. If the sing, that would be like the best. I've been oh. on a huge. Oh, I have, I have Michael McDonald's voice for sure. Oh, yeah. There you go. I've Problem been on solved. a huge Ozzy kick lately. I was posting pictures of Ozzy last week. <laughs> People were like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
Have you started watching the Osbournes? <laughs> Has it gotten that bad? No, 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 no. Just like old, like like Live at the Ritz, nineteen eighty, like stuff from his first tour when he's like fresh off of Sabbath and like lost a ton of weight because he picked up his coke habit again, and he just is like doing really good. And it's really funny. They, they... You know, it's it's sick that I'm I'm almost thirty five years old, and I still every now and then it hits me. I'm like, man, Black Sabbath is really good. No shit. Like, like I, I, redis- really I rediscover good. them all the time. They were the first band I legitimately got crazy about. Like, I had all their tapes. I had their shirts. My grandmother hid one of my Black Sabbath shirts from <laughs> me because I had like a, I had like a, I found it like it was under like under a bunch of towels in like the towel hamper because like that's how old my my grandparents were. They had a separate hamper for towels or whatever, and um. <clears throat> I found it. I was like, Grandma, why, why, or Nana, why is my? This is like, oh, it has a, a dark symbol on the back, and it had a six 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 on the back. Like she gave you the evil eye and forced you out of the house. Kind of, very Catholic. Fucking a. Anyways, this has been uh, uh, overnight drive fifty six. I guess. Are we at fifty six already? Yeah, dude. We were gonna skip God one. We keep having it. to skip one. God damn it! How do I keep? Like, how is it that I'm this bad at keeping track of these things? Dude. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, you know, actually, I just, I doubted you, and I had to open up the podcast app to see. I'm like, there's no, this dude's on fucking crack. There's no way we're on 56, but we are 56 weeks of, uh, of nonstop insight. Andrew, doubting me is a fool's game. Apparently. I, I also said 56 weeks. It's probably been more like 66. <laughs> like, maybe 63. I tried to add it all up once, yeah. and I got depressed. I just stopped. Um, I don't know. What do you what do you, what do you got to plug? Oh, nothing, man. I'm fucking assed out in Albany. Uh, I got me to plug myself. Um, you know, I always do this, but I'm a pretty uh, pretty cool guy. If anybody wants to take uh, go out on a, I forget it. Uh, There's <laughs> gonna be a point coming up where we're gonna have more podcasts, and you're gonna have sexual partners. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh oh. Number sixty three is going to be a big episode. <laughs> Not yet, seriously. So I interview all my past, all the past sexual partners I can find, <laughs> and ask them. What if you just prank call each of them? That's the entire episode. Oh is you God. just prank calling ex lovers. That's it. That's it. Uh, done. All hey, right, sixty three. Um, tune in. I'm just doing this, uh, doing this thing where I, I call my former lovers, and I, uh, uh, well, it's do you have anything to talk about as far as how it was or. Or anything, I mean, just maybe give like an anecdote. Um, oh, this is really good. Hello, <laughs> hang up. <laughs> I would be spectacular if I could do that. If I could pull All right, that start off. compiling that list. That's a long list, and I think some, a couple, two of them are, are officially definitely dead. Um, no shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, one. I mean, uh, hookers in Europe definitely can't find ever. Um, bunch of them I would fucking, <laughs> would rather fucking drive a nail into their temple than talk to me like most of them um oh this is gonna be fucking awesome it's gonna be a bleak list man <laughs> alright <laughs> sounds I'm, I'm great gonna, I'm gonna do it we're gonna try for 60, episode 63 definitely alright um I I've got a lot of self defense shows to plug most of them I won't be playing but there's a lot of them coming up this summer so go on uh, go on selfdefensemusic.com and see what they have going on I don't know what's been announced I don't know what hasn't there's some fest shit happening so if you enjoy that stuff uh, blow your head out or blow your brains out of your head um and then uh <laughs> 
yeah, that's uh, that's about it. I guess we'll be back with uh, episode 57 next week. Episode 57, a higher energy one on my part. I apologize, everybody. I've just been, I'm in the throes of pharmaceutical haze. You were in the, what is it called? The ramp up or what, what do they call it? The, uh, the loading phase. The loading phase. The loading phase. <laughs> right. We'll be back next week with more of the loading phase. The loading, episode 56, the loading phase. <laughs> All right, let's cue the music. Boom. podcast listener my name is vince and i'm the host of a show called the rr show it stands for reddit readings we're going to sit down twice a week and i'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online things like malicious compliance petty revenge hey lady i don't work here oh there's so much more Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah. The rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.